0: Welcome back to another episode of our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening and being faithful to subscribe to our podcast every Monday. We're right here. So today we're jumping in. I want to talk to you on the topic of watch and pray. So if you're anything like me, you see things that are going on in the news. We know that there were some shootings recently, and there's so many things that go on in our nation that can really cause your heart to be broken, to be overwhelmed, to be disheartened. And so the Bible tells us time and time again that we truly need to watch and pray. So I want to talk to you about that today. All right, so let's jump right into Matthew chapter 24, verse 3. The disciples were asking about the signs of the times, and it's so important that we talk about why we need to watch and pray. We need to be alert more than ever before, and God put on my heart that he is not sleep. God never sleeps. He never slumbers, but his children are. So we have to make sure that as the body of Christ, as Christians, that we are fully woke In this day and age, and not just being woke. A lot of times we hear the word woke and we think about being woke when it comes to issues and society and politics and different agendas, but the true definition of woke for A Christian is to be prayerful, is to watch, is to pray, to not be caught off guard. So when we pray, we have power, right? Because hopefully you checked out last week's episode about praying with authority. And so when we have all this authority because of the cross, because of Jesus Christ, we need to use that authority to stand watch and to pray and to believe God that we will see his power even in this day and age when so many senseless things are happening and it's really hard to make sense of what is going on in our society and really just seeing the hearts of men becoming cold. But Jesus told us that these things would happen. He told us that these things were done. I want to share a quick story um, before I jump into the word and I'm not going to lose track, but I was talking to someone a few weeks ago, and this person does not believe in God, and they made that very clear to me. And we still had the conversation because I'm being challenged to be even more bold about my faith in this day and age. And I let them know, even if you don't believe in God, you can pick up the Bible. Um, Side note, as many historians and people in Hollywood do, and read and understand that everything that the Bible says is happening to the T. And so it's something that we have to pay attention to because the word of God tells us all the things that are to come. And a lot of people whether they believe in God or not, they use the Bible as as history, they use the Bible as all these different things, but we know the word of God to be true to be alive and to be accurate. And so we see that these things are happening and we have to pay attention to what the Bible is saying. All right, so let's jump into Matthew chapter 24, verse three, the signs of the times and the end of the age. Now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, this is referring to Jesus, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and Of the end of the age. Now, as true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, you should have some of these questions in your heart. You should be focused not just on things in the natural realm, but on things of the spirit. So, we're going to talk about three points of watching and three points of praying. All right. And so, verse four says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you. We also did a podcast talking about discernment and why we need discernment. And Jesus told his disciples in Matthew chapter 24, verse 4 Take heed that no one deceives you. So he puts that responsibility into our hands that it is up to us to make sure that we are not deceived. And one of the first points that I want to pull out about watching is that we have to ask the Holy Spirit to remove any form of spiritual blindness. And sometimes when deception comes in, there is a veil or something that causes people to not be able to see in the spirit. And so that is a real thing. And we're going to talk about that on this podcast about spiritual blindness, because you have to pray that God opens the eyes of your heart. You have to pray that in this day and time, you will not be blind, but you will take heed to the things of the spirit spirit. In Ephesians uh, chapter one, verse 18, I believe it was Paul. He says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And there's many verses that talk about having your eyes open, the eyes of your heart. And so the eyes of your heart has to do with the spiritual realm. It doesn't have to do with your natural eyes it has to do with your spiritual eyes so we have to make sure that we are walking where we are able to see and sense what is going on in the spiritual realm all right back to matthew chapter 24 verse 5 for many will come in my name saying i am the christ and will deceive many and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars see that you are not troubled. I love this. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So even in the midst of mass deception, even in the midst of all these things, Jesus tells us, see that you are not troubled. One of my favorite verses in the entire Bible is John 14. And Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. And so you can see all these things that are going on in the world. And it says, see that you are not troubled. And this is my prayer This is the prayer of my heart because there are things that are very troubling in society. There are things that are very heavy um, that take place. And even in prayer, and even in intercession, it's so important that we release those things to God. Because when some, some things come across my path in prayer and in intercession, I can carry those things. And it's not always healthy. So I have to release them to God and say, God, I'm placing this in your hand. I'm warring in the spirit. I'm fighting in prayer. And I'm leaving these things at your feet believing that victory is already won. So I want to encourage you and encourage your heart that you are not troubled. You are not shaken, but you are crying out to God and you are staying fast, being steadfast on your watch. Amen. All right. Verse seven for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrow. So there is Uh, times of sorrow that will come in the last days. Verse nine, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Okay. Um, There is good news to this. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. This is why it's so important about how we finish, not necessarily about how we start, because the Bible also tells us that there will be a great falling away. So what does this mean to you as a believer? It means that it's not about how you start. It's not about your past. It's not about yesterday. It's about how you finish. So I would encourage you, no matter where you are in your faith, if you're backslidden, if you just fell across this podcast, I believe it's by the Spirit of God that you're tuned into this particular episode, that ever you are, that you would get on board. You will surrender your heart to God. You will surrender your life to Christ and you will not let your past define you, but you will walk in the fullness and the purpose of what God has for you. So Matthew 24 verse 13, but he who endures, to the end. What does this mean? Endurance means when you are willing to still pursue Christ, when you are willing to not let go of your faith, when you're willing to stand and not compromise, that even when life comes and life is very painful at times, we go through many tribulations. The Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. Um, but we have to continue to endure because we will go through things in this life. And some people go through hardships, they go through hurt, they go through pain and they completely fall away from God. They become angry, they become bitter and all those things go undealt with. And so it's very hard to endure to the end in these last days. But this verse says, he who endures to the end shall be saved. Verse 13. 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. But here are three quick things I want to pull from this. Number one, Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. Number two, he says, he who endures to the end shall be saved. So I want to plug in here and say, get back up. If you fall in, get back up, start again. Also another podcast (laughs) that we did recently, make sure you go back and listen to that steps and ways to get back up because we all fall short, but we have to get back up. That's the difference between someone that is righteous and someone that is not. The Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. So your desire, your heart is to do better, is to get back up. So you want to get back up and keep pressing. The third thing is that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world. Now, I've been praying. I'm asking God about these shootings. I'm praying in authority over my city, over the schools. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing, to pray over your schools, to pray over this nation, as we should do as Christians, as believers. And then I've also been thinking about the gospel being preached because when we have no control over... Um, what's happening, and I won't necessarily say no control, because we do have control in prayer, we can pray and command things to happen. And so when people are losing their lives, I want to say it's so important that we're preaching the gospel of the kingdom, because the reality is that all of us We don't know what time God will call us home, but we do want to be ready, and so it's so important now more than ever that we are preaching the gospel not just on a pulpit, not just in church, but to our friends, to our loved ones, to people we see in the grocery store, to whoever God has put on your heart. So I'll be transparent and share that a few weeks ago, or or not even a few weeks ago, a few days ago, I was in. Uh, a place I was in a grocery store and it was one person on my heart and I kind of battled back and forth and I was like I don't know should I talk to them should I not and I did not talk to them And I went to church that night and one of the ministers at this church that I was visiting, he said, we need to share the gospel no matter where we are. If we're in the grocery store, we need to share the gospel. And I was convicted to my core and I had to repent to God for not opening up my mouth and talking to that person. So at the end of service, it was a Wednesday night Bible study. At the end of service, I decided this message was so good. I was going to buy one of the CDs From the message, because this pastor he preached and it was so good. So I went to buy one of the CDs. Long story short, I did not have cash, I only had my card. And I was standing in line just waiting because they had some issues with running my card and everything like that with their computer. And a lady comes to me and she says, Hey, have you bought your CD yet? And I said, No, I gave them my card. I'm just waiting. Um, they're having issues with the computer and she said the Lord told me to come over here and to buy your CD she said I was just about to walk out the door and he told me again to come over here and to buy this CD. And she pulled out cash and she paid for the CD. And again, I was convicted not by the amount that the CD cost, but by her obedience to the Lord and her obedience to the Holy Spirit. And it was a reminder to me that in every moment I need to obey God because she was right on in the spirit because I did not have cash and I really wanted that CD. And I just affirmed her and let her know that truly was God speaking to her. And I was so glad that she was obedient. So that next, day when God put somebody on my heart and I was out, I was able to witness to them. I decided, you know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be bold. And it was some person I'd never met, but God gave me a word for them and they received that word and it was beautiful. So I want to encourage you, all of us, that we need to preach the gospel. We need to tell people about Jesus and that's a part of what is going to take place in the last days. All right, so let's go back to our three points. So one, you want to ask the Holy Spirit to remove any form of spiritual blindness. Number two, live a lifestyle of prayer, fasting, and repentance. Um, sin will cause you to lose sensitivity to the things of God. This is why we pray um, that God will just move in our hearts and give us his heart's desire. Because when we go after our own desires and our flesh, it causes us to lose sensitivity to the things of God and the things of the spirit. Uh, Third point about watching, you have to be aware of what's going on. So Hosea chapter four, verse six, it says, my people fail for lack of knowledge. So we want to make sure that we are watching, that we're getting knowledge, that we're being prayerful, that we're studying the word, we're seeing what's going on and that we are truly Watching, all right, three things on prayer, so those were three three things on watching here's thing three things on prayer, all right, number one, pray for souls and the conviction of the Holy Spirit for people, especially that are not saved, I always pray for them that they would not die in their sin, but that people, when we transition. We'll be in right standing with God. we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ into our heart. There's no bitterness, no unforgiveness. So you want to pray for souls and pray for the conviction of the Holy Spirit, because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, he convicts the world of sin. And so we need to live in a place of repentance and we need to live in a place where we are submitted to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Second thing we pray for is for God's will and what we should pray into. And so God tells us certain things are going to happen in the last days. So we want to ask the Lord, what should I be praying into in this season and in this hour? And we need to pray. We need to be covering our family, covering our children, and we need to pray specifically the will of God for these last days. Last point on prayer that I want to encourage your heart with is do not grow weary in prayer you don't want to be a weary warrior that's a good quote (laughs) you don't want to be a weary warrior you have to pray like david god train my hands to war and sometimes prayer can be um, disheartening when we're praying and we're still seeing these shootings or we're praying and it looks like things are not getting better they're getting worse but we have to believe that our prayers are affecting heaven and that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So we cannot afford to get weary in this hour. We have to stand, we have to watch, we have to pray. And so I want to say a prayer for you as we close out this podcast. God, I pray for every person right now that may be discouraged. You said that he that endures to the end shall be saved. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will begin to convict our hearts, stir us up, oh God, that we will find joy in prayer and intercession. And God, even when we see these things that are happening all around us, let us not be discouraged god our hearts break because we see tragedy and it's just so heartbreaking but God I pray that you would be the lifter of our head I pray God that you would just bring comfort to all of those that have lost their loved ones even in the shooting God we pray holy Spirit that you would comfort we pray God for every intercessor in this hour every person that is praying every person that names the name of Christ God that we will stand our watch and we will continue to war in the spirit and take authority over oh God, and we will not lose heart. We will not become discouraged. I thank you, God, that your kingdom is at hand. I thank you that he that endures to the end shall be saved. I thank you, oh God, that you know all things, that you see all things. And God, help us to trust you more and to hold on to your word and to live lifestyles of prayer and repentance and to endure to the end. God, we thank you. We love you so much. And God, I pray that you will bless each and every person that is listening to this podcast. I pray God that there will be a shift in their prayer life, that you will just shift some things for them in their lives and in their time of prayer and spending time in your presence. God, we honor you. We glorify you. We thank you for a hedge of protection that you will cover us and you will keep us in Jesus name. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm so excited because this is officially our 29th episode. So we have done 29 episodes. I would love to hear who all has listened to every one of our podcast. Uh, That would be exciting for me to hear. But I want to thank you all so much for tuning in and just announce that we have a very special episode for our 30th podcast. We're bringing back one of our very special guests, and we're actually going to go live and do a live podcast. So I want to encourage you to find our prayer is breathing. We just launched a new Facebook page. Also, we have a prayer is breathing group, and we're going to go live on the prayer is breathing public page. So make sure that you find that page this week. And then next Sunday night, we're going to go live with that special guest who I will announce at a later time. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you follow us on the gram at Prayers Breathing. You can also check out some of our prayer gear at Await Christian Clothing, which is also on the gram and Facebook. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Till next time, have a victorious week.